0: to frank skinner's podcast from absolute radio
1: good morning this is emily dean you're uh, sorry about that it, it would normally be the <laughs> frank skinner show he's not here this morning i don't know what the reasons are but can i say it's mightily suspicious that today is the last episode of doctor who <laughs> oh. i think those people treat it as like it's like a sort of holiday isn't it yeah it's like I think christmas he, or think something he's nesting already I think he's called in sick because it's his special Doctor Who day. (laughs) And I think for those people, for men that still live with their parents, that's a big deal. (laughs) Frank Frank has, of course, moved out of the family home. Uh, We miss him unbearably, obviously. But if Mm -hmm. you haven't switched off already at the news that he's not here, I can tell you I'm joined today by the adorable Cockrell. Morning. Good morning. And the luscious Steve Hall. Good morning. Steve, you received quite a lot of ribbing last week.
2: I did. About your attire. I was ribbed for Frank's pleasure. Uh, <laughs> in great detail, possibly the uh, worst thing you've
1: ever said uh, in your whole life.
2: Oh, I doubt um, that.
1: We yeah. attacked you for wearing a jacket.
2: I did, yes, indeed, and I've deliberately gone sort of more casual. I was uh, I was away last
3: week, but it sounds like the uh, the whipping boy status was fully taken up on uh, commercial radio. That's that's it. Yeah. It's a shame, that, because that's one of the things I like about this show, that there's not a whipping boy, where people just get bullied. (laughs) Don't
1: worry, there's plenty more where that came from, (laughs) from me this morning. Hey, do you know, uh, we got in the papers this week. No. Yes, because uh, Frank told his Kate Moss Halloween story. I say papers, it was the online edition of the Birmingham Chronicle (laughs) or something like that. Excellent. (laughs) No, but he did, because you know he told this story about Halloween. Oh, you weren't here, sorry Alan. I wasn't
3: here, and uh, confessions early on, I haven't heard last week's show.
1: I've got to do all the business. You can text oh, yeah. us I was, in. I was
3: very
2: well dressed. That's what yeah, I heard, yeah, yeah.
1: Stop talking. I'm talking. <laughs> text in early, on early. eight twelve fifteen, or you can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio, or you can email the show. Have we got an email? Yeah. What is it?
3: Um, it's something absolute. Something
1: it. absolute radio website. I yeah. don't know what it is. Um,
3: is. We've actually already had a text of encouragement. A,
1: mean, text. a text? A text of
3: encouragement. I'm going to say it. It's a text of encouragement, so bear with it. Uh, Eh? No frank? Question mark, question mark. Hmm, not sure about this. Like, I don't know. Cheese sandwich with no pickle. Bangers and no mash. Chicken madras. Peas, <laughs> rice. Bombay potatoes. keema, and poppadoms, but no tarkadal. OK, let's see how it goes. Let's just call it Jam on Toast. Just make sure it's sliced bloomer, please. That's from Neil in Penge. Thanks for your okay, encouragement, yeah. Neil. Yeah, thanks I, for comparing me to Jam on don't Toast. Don't text when hungry as well. We'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll do our best by you.
1: If I'm jam, can I at least be Fortnum and Mason's jam Lovely. or something? Lovely. Um, I need to, I've got a lot to talk about this morning. A lot of it centres on me, <laughs> <laughs> but I do need to talk to the cockerel. We're going to have to have this out on air.
3: Oh, OK. What, what
1: well, we there was an incident pre-show, which I'd like to share with the listeners. Steve Hall, you were there as well. Uh, <laughs> the cockerel is uh, doing his show at the moment. Tickets still available. Um, Too right It's called What is it (laughs) uh, Cockrell me neither Alan Cockrell me neither Okay Whatevs
2: Soho theatre Tuesday to Saturday That's getting
1: embarrassing Um,
2: I'm fine with it But we were talking No we (laughs) were talking About the show
1: (laughs) And I said In what I thought Was a very nice Friendly gesture Oh I'll have to come along did mm-hmm. it, was i gonna come no oh i you? said no I, I might have come i've got a lot on i've got the hunger games premiere on monday um, uh-huh. but anyway t- i said t- tickets
2: still available <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> tickets very much not still available i said was oh i'll have to come along have- and you said isn't it a bit late for you with your civilian job <laughs> 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 okay steve hall a few words on that please Well,
2: um, I mean, obviously, your civilian job is uh, very well. uh, You know, you work very hard at your civilian job. Unlike this one. Yeah. But possibly, possibly, (laughs) the cockerel meant that because you might, you know, you might have other commitments at the Chilton Firehouse. (laughs) Yeah. That's.
3: I thought you were brunching at Chilton the next day, and I thought you can't be up listening to me tell jokes till perhaps eleven (laughs) twenty, eleven fifteen.
1: You called me a civilian, and I will never forgive you for that. (laughs)
3: Oh, well, this is a bad start. We're on for
0: three hours.
1: (laughs) We're going to have a lot to get through. (laughs)
0: Absolute, Absolute Absolute. Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
1: Oh, I've got to talk to you both about my near-death experience. Are you OK? Well, you'll soon find out. Because I had a choking incident this week. Oh, oh. Yeah,
2: it does. Terrifying. Was it a crucial moment in a penalty shootout? Oh, <laughs> no, I'll set the scene for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I was at the headquarters of Instile magazine... Which is my civilian job,
3: Natch. Alan Natch. what <laughs> Which time in the morning was it? stops me
1: turning into a complete monster It's
3: been civilian, Very handy,
1: I find it It's,
3: it's very good for you, <laughs> civilified um, is good um,
1: <laughs> I was working, that's uh-huh. what we do in civilian jobs I,
3: I, I'm led to believe that, yeah I was I say- probably, be- I, at this exact moment this week I would probably have been watching um, the Ray Romano sitcom on telly on Channel 4 Because it would have been a morning... You know, in football shorts, something like that. Do
1: you watch a lot of Jeremy Kyle?
3: <laughs> no, I don't I don't okay. really put the telly on during the day. He so dipping. does. It goes on
1: at nine <laughs> o'clock, doesn't it? Um anyway, I was working mm-hmm. in my office. I was actually Googling underwear, I seem to recall I wasn't working. <laughs> oh
3: I would have been doing much the same. <laughs> <laughs> Turns out we've got more in common than we
1: think. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I suddenly got gripped by what we call in the fashion industry, hanger. Do you mm-hmm. know what that is, Alan?
3: Oh yeah, we've covered hanger many, many. Steve, are you familiar it, with the
1: concept of hanger? Indeed. Yeah. Well, what is it's it? It's slightly
2: confusing in in the fashion industry where <laughs> <laughs> there's hanger and hanger. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it's 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 a cl- it's one of those uh, portmanteau words. Correct. Yes. Uh, so it's hungry and angry. Very good. yeah. Very time. good.
1: Very good work. Um, t- t- Tune in
2: next week on Radio 4's
3: Steve Hall We Love. No, you're
1: actually Oxford, aren't you?
2: I, I am. Yes. Um, uh, how ghastly! <laughs> I did terribly.
3: I oh, m- it I'm
1: issues m- much. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I had terrible hanger. So all that was available in the office was some promotional chocolate from Claire's Accessories. <laughs> you know what it's like in your day job, Alan. Mm-hmm. So I took a bite. Some of the other ladies were there from Insta. I took a bite. I found myself suddenly in the middle of a terrible coughing fit. Oh no! It was really bad and i and i suddenly thought i can't breathe i can't actually breathe i think what had happened is a bit of um, hardened promotional icing sugar had fallen oh, no. it, it got trapped at the back of my throat so i was choking so the instar ladies reacted in what i can only describe as a very fashion way lucy who's a willowy blonde stood there looking at me whilst i gasped my throat and went oh god how awful
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: didn't help me at all didn't rush to assist me just said oh god how awful Chloe, they're all called things like Lucy and Chloe. Yeah.
2: When you when you say she's a willowy blonde, mm. do you mean she looks like Warwick Davis? No, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, I don't. Funny enough. Um, so Chloe, who was on the phone, she didn't say I'll call you about the deputy editor choking. She went, "Could you just hang on one second? Put it on hold." Didn't actually put the phone down. I later discovered she was ordering flowers. That's what she couldn't break off from. That's pretty
3: pressing. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we might want to add to that order. (laughs) Send the gift basket to new look and can you do us a wreath? Because the deputy editor's just (laughs) writhing around on the floor because of some chocolate.
1: It was awful. Um, So then those two are kind of flailing around. One of the other ladies, thank God, had the presence of mind and Claire, she came rushing over. She said, pick her up! Pick her up! Oh, really? Yeah. She'd be useful in a in a bar scenario. <laughs> yeah. And, um, so she did. She grabbed me from behind. She gave me what she later said was the Heimlich manoeuvre. Really? I didn't know that the Heimlich manoeuvre involved, um, grabbing you by both breasts, but apparently it does.
3: <laughs> right. Well, now that that's out there, there could be a spirit of Heimlich <laughs> yeah. maneuver going around the country this afternoon.
1: <laughs> but the icing sugar was dislodged, and, um... I'm here to tell the tale. Live to
3: tell the tale. It's a happy ending, isn't it? That's good.
1: So, another civilian survives.
0: Absolute, absolute. Absolute. radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
1: This is Emily Dean. I'm standing in for Frank Skinner this morning on Absolute Radio. You can text the show on 812.15 or you can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the radio. I'm joined by Alan and I'm joined by Steve. Now, we need a text in this morning. I always forget to do a text in. Can't let the standard slip while well, Frank's off. <laughs> when he's been off previously on ER, I've done things. <laughs> what was the worst text I did? How oh, I much did. Which
3: is a wall.
1: Yes, I did do that. <laughs> <laughs> did builders text in?
3: They did a bit, yeah. Yeah. But I think it mainly. Came... But the answer boiled down to it depends how big a wall you want, really, <laughs> didn't it?
1: Very philosophical response there <laughs> yeah. from the building community. Um, I wasn't sure what to do this week. I actually asked a friend what he thought. And he came up with a great idea, which is, what's the best shaped coin?
3: Oh, good, good, good shout. Yep. Yeah.
1: That sounds very that's... unconvincing. No, I like it. You see, I, I, that's quite growing on me. I think that's good. I would go, I was going to say 50p, but I'm also quite a fan of the pound coin.
2: Pound coin's good.
1: The drum sort of architecture yeah. of it—it's yeah. quite that's, dense. It's a, the, it's
2: a very the the aesthetic, the act of putting a pound coin into a, a quiz machine or a jukebox—that's mm-hmm. a wonderful feeling. It's not yeah. something
1: Alan's ever felt before. <laughs> no, I keep mine. Yeah. <laughs> What's your favourite coin, Al? Best um, shaped coin.
3: Oh no, I, I agree with you on the pound I, straight away. Yeah. I thought of pound as Do soon like as the you said it, pound. talk
2: of they, Were they thinking of replacing the pound coin? It, it, They're or not having mine. A, updating <laughs> it. <laughs> I think they were going to redo it right, to make Jamaica, it better off. for security. It was going to be twelve-sided, like the old Thrapny, uh, oh. like the old Thrapney bit. Oh, Don't say God. that
1: on the radio, please, Steve.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, what about when I said this week to someone this was awful? I was paying. My therapist, actually, I don't know why I give her cash. We'll have to discuss that next session. <laughs> anyway, there was a ten-pound <laughs> note in there nestling, and I said, "Sorry about the ten pounds. They're going to have to stop phasing these out soon, aren't they?" <laughs> she looked at me, and I think it might come up. My attitude <laughs> towards money. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can either text us about your favourite coin, under oh, no, the best shape coin, mm-hmm. actually. Um, have we got any other texts? What else yes, can we text? Well,
2: I wanted to discuss. Uh, it, it's the uh, the epoch. Uh, defining uh, John Lewis Christmas ad. Oh, we need
1: to talk about John Lewis ad.
2: Alright, let's talk about the John Lewis ad. <laughs> okay, well, I'm
1: quite excited. <laughs> but it's
2: become an annual tradition now. Christmas? it's I love it. Christmas is definitely becoming an annual tradition. <laughs> <laughs> The John Lewis ad is as big a part of Christmas as blocking the toilet on Christmas Day. Oh. <laughs> Around about eight PM, it's with Absolutely disgusting I feel the same way about the advert. Dear, <laughs> <laughs> do you not enjoy it? I, I find it slightly uncomfortable as a, the, the fact that we, you know, it's it's an ad, the fact that it's an advert and people treat it. As this romantic thing have you, you se- have you seen the advert? I have seen the advert But I know what you mean Because the advert has merch It's got
3: You can <laughs> <Yeah>. buy books <laughs> yeah. and teddies Can I say I love your use of
1: merch there
3: I find that weird though Because the advert is an advert Yes it to have merch is It's like Yes, you that's know, why it's an
1: advert It's
3: like my Alan Cochran at the Soho Theatre flyer Ticket's still available <laughs> <laughs> It's embarrassing it's like Steve my flyer having a separate pamphlet That you could buy on the night Oh, you can also buy the <laughs> the, the pamphlet of the flyer For pound yeah. fifty.
2: That's the frustrating thing, to watch the advert online uh, on, Which is hosted on certain news sites You had to sit through loads of adverts Before <laughs> you could watch the
0: advert <laughs> Just want to get to the advert <laughs> You're listening to the Frank Skinner Podcast From Absolute Radio Want your Frank fix a little sooner? Listen live every Saturday from 8am On Absolute Radio Across the UK on digital radio, mobile apps And in London and the South East On 105.8 FM
1: Radio. Have we had any texts in, please?
3: We have. We've had texts about... That was um, a bit
1: beggy-beggy, wasn't it? Please. Was, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the please. Oh, you're not meant to do that on radio shows.
3: We've had texts about, both about the favourite coin. What's your favourite shape coin? Oh, that's the good. Question. What do they say? Well, uh, one text, 206, says, Best shapes coin is one that a mid-40s dad can extract from three-year-old son's money box without <laughs> making noise to alert <laughs> young ears. <laughs> <laughs> can I marry
1: that man, please? I love him. A little glimpse into...
3: Uh, <laughs> Parenting in modern Britain, there, <laughs> yes. um, and, uh, and we've also had a text from To be Paul, fair, it's
1: what my parents did, so uh, they just made me sign the back of the cheque,
3: saying the advert promotes penguin trafficking. That's a good point. It does, if you think about it. Oh, the John Lewis advert. The John Lewis yeah. advert promotes yes. penguin trafficking. and arrange marriages. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. The more you look at this advert, the more. Also,
1: can I say that penguin? What a creep! He's got game. He is the most fit. Well, we'll get on to him. I've got a lot to say about yeah. that, Penguin. Please, we've
2: please. had a, we've had a tweet from Martin. Put Williams. your
1: libido before your mates. That's basically <laughs> what he does. I don't approve of that. Sorry, we've had what? Uh, Martin you-
2: Williams has tweeted to s- he'd point out that Christmas ads uh, always have a little boy wearing an old-style dressing gown and slippers. <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> Why are the children in ads, and there's John Lewis ads, they're always 1950s children yeah. that don't exist anymore with a tank top and a shirt?
3: <laughs> they're
1: what I call BBC children. Instead of, like... Well, no, ITV children wear velour onesies.
3: What we call modern children now would be, like, <laughs> chewing gum and with their hood up and just perhaps, you know, with, like, a flick knife... No, yeah. just something yeah. a bit more aggressive <laughs> that penguin into a penguin <laughs> like fighting one of those <laughs> uh, one of those asbo ankle bracelet things yeah <laughs> <laughs> tag on well, next year's john lewis advert electronic lab, a tag tag child. Chic,
1: as i call it yeah. <laughs> yes um yeah so this penguin character let's yeah. d- should we just pray see in case anyone hasn't seen the john lewis ad
3: yeah there's a penguin in it there's Spoiler a child
1: there. They're watching Pingu on a John Lewis telly. We can't mm-hmm. name-check every single but John Lewis product that's in this ad.
3: No, because they all are. No, yeah. yeah.
1: He does a lot of stuff with the Penguin, doesn't he? He goes on the trampoline, they play Lego.
2: Mm-hm.
1: All yeah. sorts. Yes. And,
2: uh, and then at the end it's revealed that it's his stuffed toy. So it's a pretty direct theft of Calvin and Hobbes, but that's uh, <laughs> right. you know, it's a very, very particular gripe I've got.
1: <laughs> I, I love it when Steve gets a bit technical. <laughs> when he gets gripey. Yeah. Can I say you've skipped straight to the end? You missed out the bit where the penguin gets a little bit creepy.
3: <laughs> the
1: penguin, it's he starts watching. It's a wonderful life, uh-huh. which is you know quite specialist if you don't want am saying Christmassy. Yeah, but he gets he gets fixated on it. Then he sees a couple kissing at the bus stop. Quite an elderly couple, right? And he gets obsessed by that. So the child rewards him. But why is the penguin checking out human beings, <laughs> getting off with each other? I think it's absolutely disgusting. <laughs> why is this normal?
3: Yeah, we're, we're normalising this penguin looking at other creatures. That's not right, is
1: it? Well, No, it's what he's looking at the creatures doing yeah. that I find offensive. <laughs> In their amorous
3: state. I'm going to say, it, the
1: penguin is a voyeur. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he we is. shouldn't be allowing this, really. They All reckon right. that the advert cost a million pounds to make, and it's part of a seven million pound publicity campaign, I mean I couldn't see that million pounds on screen. I know it, it all looks yeah, fine. Yeah. But I've been I've done a bit of research and that money mainly went on sprats. <laughs> <laughs> and the kid in it got 350 quid for a day's shoot, <laughs> but the rest of it is sprats. Yeah.
2: I, I hate the fact that they say it went viral. It cost, <laughs> if it costs seven million quid, it doesn't go it viral. Did. Charlie bit my finger. That's something going viral. That is viral, yeah. A frog and a chimp behaving unusually. That's so, viral. We're so pleased with our seven million pound underground
0: hit. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Frank? Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio
1: what were we talking about oh that penguin
0: um
3: we were actually running various strands of uh of textins, emily oh we um, juggle here i yes. just took a
1: selfie of myself and um you normally do take selfies of oneself i
3: was going to say natch
1: but yeah I but daisy the producer you... caught me saying as i took it i ain't cute <laughs>
3: <laughs> of myself wow <laughs> that is uh i am's Latin levels of ego good mm. for you yeah, good, for good you. reference <laughs> um uh We've actually had a text from Gordon from St Albans who said, "Emily, you also had a what's your favorite private jet story as a <laughs> phony. Oh which I, did. I had forgotten completely.
1: <laughs> I think I did. That was my Woman of the People summer.
3: And a text very much for you, Emily. I despise one and two pence coins, too small, dirty, yes, they're coloured, disgusting. And there is nothing, literally nothing one can buy with them. Thanks. <laughs> like nothing, who, literally yeah. nothing. I should point
2: out they said dirty coloured rather than the mm-hmm. way you you
3: enunciated oh, yeah, it.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. no, I think we knew I've it. Uninserted
2: um, an extra comma.
1: Do you know my godmother used to throw them in the bin, and I know that is wow. disgusting. I realise that.
2: That's funny, <laughs>
1: but I quite liked it. I, I always do keep the change with one and two p coins, don't you?
2: As in the.
3: It's gone
1: it. very silent here. It's gone very no, silent. No, I I do. I do. No, you don't, Alan. I do, I
3: totally do. Out totally. of
1: everyone in this studio, I you were the... I in there.
3: the um, charity pots that
2: are next to the till, yeah. usually. Oh, that's I, nice. I always remember my yeah. student list. I once paid for a double-decker with nothing but two peas. <laughs> <laughs> that was a dignified moment in my life. That must have been
1: embarrassing.
2: Yeah. That was the I, dignified I, moment yeah. in your life, I think.
1: And you being at that lovely Oxford as well. <laughs>
2: embarrassing.
1: <laughs> um, yes. Oh, the penguin. That, the penguin. That penguin. Yeah, I just... I Of all the uh, aquatic... What is it? It's an aquatic bird, isn't it, Steve? Well, I mm. think you can
3: say that. Yeah, is that no, what it's you call it? So, yeah.
1: It's my least favourite. Is it? Mm, I just there's Not something untrustworthy. Put it this way, a lot of I people wouldn't find
3: them very clownish, like they're naturally funny. The penguin.
1: No, but I You're I wouldn't feel way. comfortable leaving my iPhone with the penguin. <laughs> <laughs> I just think he'd have a look. Yeah, he's got those little darting eyes. I don't like it. It's,
2: it's slightly looking... tricky in the arm department <laughs> to, to use it. Yeah. <laughs> Would you be looking
3: through your uh, phone for shellfish. <laughs> Shellfish. Oh <laughs> yeah, Shellfish.
1: why not? Why not? <laughs> Shellfish. Oh, nearly scans. Nearly, um, <laughs> nearly scans. Do you know what? I like to think it's what Frank would have wanted. What? <laughs> He'd be very proud. A that terrible, terrible pun. pun. <laughs> that absolutely terrible pun. Um also, yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know what it is. I just so, so, have so, a slight so, irrational dislike of them. So, right,
2: so you acknowledge it's an irrational thing.
1: That's yeah, because everyone says they're so cute and aren't they lovely. And I think, well, are they? They've got horrible, cold, darty eyes. That weird cape thing they wear all the time. And they <laughs> you've stink. You made, you've made them sound
2: vampiric.
1: <laughs> yeah, they are a bit. But I get that with animals sometimes. They're just certain animals I'm not, I don't, you know.
2: They wear a cape and they stink. You make them sound like my goth mate at <laughs> university. <laughs> <laughs> But that's um that's irrational, isn't
3: it? Whereas some uh, like fears of animals and dislike of animals, I I hate moths. I hate them. Moths are awful. Do you? They? Why
1: don't you like moths? Well,
3: because they're they're creepy. They come out at night when you're just about to go to bed, like when you're turning turning the lights off, and they're like, bah! and you're feeling all vulnerable. They're just not nice. they and they do that weird feathery thing when you kill them. You know, when they sort of go <laughs> and they turn into like yes. a weird.
1: Can we just say Absolute Radio um, does Doesn't not endorse the uh, murder of moths?
3: Well, they, they ate one of my jumpers, so I'm <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty fine with it. You They've started this an act of moth murder, exactly. You know what well. I'd say
1: about the moth? I'd call them uh, party friends. What? Well, they only come out at night, don't they?
3: No, they're not. There's nothing cool about them. There's nothing cool. I about she them they only cool. comes out
2: at night. She's a jumper eater. <laughs> <laughs> Is that one of your own penned sort? No, I, is it Hall and
1: Oates? Is that, is <laughs> it, oh, here she comes. Very
0: oh, good. is that what it was? <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, calm it down. This is sounding like a pub now. This is
0: Frank Skinner, Absolute
1: Radio. We're talking about all sorts of things on Absolute Radio this morning. I'm oh, Emily God. Dean. I'm standing in for Frank Skinner. I'm with Steve Hall and, um... Alan, I forgot your name. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't really.
3: Um... Um, this I was going to call
1: you Le Coq Sportif. Yeah, I'll take that. And then I was going to call you Alan Cockrell
3: mm, Yeah, and no, then you can't blend those two. Okay. Alan, Alan the
2: Cockrell Cochrane.
1: I love you.
3: I got you. You're a
2: darts player. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so what are we talking about? Best shaped coins.
2: Uh, we've had a uh, text. We've had a text on that score. Have mm-hmm. we? How
1: extraordinary! What have they said?
2: Uh, five one four. Uh, um, it's a it's a crown, of course. Is his best coin. Have you ever held one? It's like a florin on steroids. They don't make them like that anymore. Oh, I love a florin. Can I just say that's actually from Neil
3: again, who was the uh, chap that compared us to Jam on Toast earlier in the show. So he's stuck with us. And so he is seems he the only be...
1: person texting us? <laughs> no, no, but I just <laughs> this I
3: think it's interesting that he said that he was going and now he's, he's stuck with it. He's obviously he's digging it. Yeah, <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> digging
3: it. <laughs> We don't it, normally read praise. We've but had given quite it. a
2: few tweets from uh, from people who saw Frank last night in Cheltenham and oh, I did. And as he's not here, I feel we can mention praise in his absence.
1: Oh, please mention praise. <laughs> I have no problem with praise whatsoever. Go from on. Lo-
2: lots of people saw Frank last night. Ferocious Styles uh, <laughs> is their Twitter handle.
1: Well they are talking about his clothes? <laughs> That's rather rude.
2: Ferocious <laughs> Styles is when Harry gets a bit leery. <laughs> I I love that rapper.
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so also, I want to get back on the subject of animals. By the way, people should text in... You can text in about coins. Mm -hmm. Why don't you text in, is there an animal that you irrationally dislike? I've already said I don't really like penguins. I feel
3: ambivalent about a lot of the animal community, if I'm honest. I'm not, like... You know celebrities. Can I put that quote
1: on your tour poster? Absolutely,
3: (laughs) might help ticket sales. Um, Do You know these celebrities that bang on on about how much they love pandas or chimpanzees or you know. (laughs) If I was ever famous enough to warrant that, I just and they went, "All right, Alan, what animal do you want to save?" I'd be like, my dog. (laughs) <laughs> That's it. That's it. It all stops at my dog, and then, mean, then, then mean, I'm the one that loves to out the whole
2: family. Save, save <laughs> the whales, no, <laughs> save my dog.
1: My <laughs> actual dog.
2: That is perfectly fine, anyway. Thank you.
1: Can I tell you I mean, what she I don't love fireworks, like?
2: Fireworks, but
1: I don't like um, slugs.
3: Oh yeah, what's the point?
1: I don't know, what's the point? Uh, that's I mean, rather the point, rude. No,
3: the point? no, can
1: I tell you what I don't like about slugs? Not
3: good for the garden, are they? I don't,
1: I don't care about that, because I have a gardener. And <laughs> that's his problem, not mine. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's also you 2s gardener. I think i pointed this out to you before. Us two. No, <laughs> uh, no, no, no Bolo's gardener. He just turns up, even though I haven't asked him. Um, but <laughs> what I don't like about slugs is that they've got an inability to hide their true feelings, and I don't respect that. There's no poker face. If I come near it, they all shrivel up. Yeah, yeah. Don't do that. You've got to have some cool about you.
2: Yeah. That's that's the thing about so, it's their lack of gumption (laughs) and bravado. That's the the thing that really annoys people.
1: They've got awful physiques, no contouring, and no eyes. (laughs)
2: <laughs> other than that, other had, that well, right. they have
1: nothing to offer me I, I, my, as creatures.
2: As things that, where it's an irrational, there, there are things I, like pigeons, I'm not fond of, but I think that's fairly rational. Yeah. Ostriches, <laughs> I have a very irrational dislike of. My
1: tummy just rumbled, which is always a great moment. Uh,
2: <laughs> yeah. It's the mention of ostrich. Yeah. I don't like ostriches because they look like pretty. Bobby Davro doing an impression of Mick Jagger. <laughs> <laughs> that's <laughs> one <of> the reasons. <laughs> <laughs> the a very specific reason not to like an animal. but
1: Are they your Susan. Worst animal?
2: Susan has texted, Frogs I
3: don't like. They always jump out at you when you least expect it. Slimy, yuck, yuck. It's a good point,
1: though. I don't like frogs. I like frogs. Is seem more right? <laughs> okay, I can't think of a better note on which to leave things. <laughs>
0: show. Listen live every Saturday morning from eight on Absolute Radio.
1: This is Emily Dean. I'm standing in for Frank Skinner this morning on Absolute Radio. You can text us on eight twelve fifteen, or you can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. We miss Frank a great deal. We don't know where he is. Where is he, Daisy? I oh, don't a, just shrug at me like a that. Like a angry teenager. <laughs>
3: We've got a few people texting saying, you you've barely
2: mentioned him, is he fine?
3: Is that what they said? Yeah.
1: Oh, we've got to give him his propers. Now
2: he's at that age. <laughs> <laughs> people have to make sure.
1: Don't say that.
2: Is it all
3: right? He's
1: doing his lovely little show. Yeah. Man in a suit.
2: Yeah, he's uh, he's a busy man yeah. in a suit, isn't he? Mm. I'm, I'm launching my rival show, Homeless Man in a Suit, <laughs> yes. <there> basically week. <laughs>
1: Have you got over that whole jacket oh, uh, yeah, incident? Oh, yeah, no, I've
2: recovered. It was it was good fun. Anyway, I hate to pull you
3: back to your uh, your actual business, but it's the top of the hour, isn't it? So what does that mean? That, you're meant to say... Who we are and where we're I've just we are. done it. Have you just done it?
1: Yeah, I did that at the you can, beginning. They can oh, text right.
3: the show on 8 12 15, oh. I believe. And they have been actually with their, um, their least favourite animals.
1: <laughs> I can't believe you suggested I didn't do my business, Daisy. To be honest, I First think i First thing might I did been, when I came back, yeah. why didn't you sit here then? I
3: might have been reading the text yeah. messages when uh, yeah. when you did it. I like the way you said it I'd like as, to as if it was your dog.
2: Have you done your business? <laughs> yeah. I've opened the back door. <laughs>
1: don't, don't treat me like a whippet, although I do uh, admire the thinness of oh, the whippet. Got They're my thin spuration. The, the Whippets. The
2: inspiration, I like. Is that <laughs> mm. is that a well known? Is another portmanteau.
3: It is. Is that well known one?
1: <laughs> um, it is in my house.
3: Oh, that's great. Mm. The inspiration. Um, we, we were asking um what uh, animals people have irrational dislikes. Oh yes, of. what
1: animals do you hate? I some hated slugs because they had no eyes.
3: Well, some of them are quite rational. Uh, Five four three has texted slugs are actually homeless snails. Um, yes, that's true. Good point. Uh, Eight one seven. I hate monkeys. You're just tryhards. <laughs> You're not, people. Stop
2: it. <laughs> From Abby. Who's worst not The PG Tips adverts <laughs> yeah. of yesteryear must have driven her mad.
1: I love the idea of monkeys being try-hards.
2: And, uh, and
3: Les in Aberdeen. Re, I still like a re on a text. Yes. Re, worst animals. I have a strange phobia of hedgehogs. They move <laughs> unnaturally fast. Do they?
1: I, I think they are not. They are oddly attired animals. Certainly, might <laughs> be
3: one of those ones that can scuttle like mm. um, yeah. anything that scuttles. So they is can it. move like vermin. They're not like you expect them to be kind of plodding hedgehogs. But I think they can really shift. Mm. Good point, Les.
1: Mm, tortoises are a bit faster than I would have thought as well Have they? Not encountered yes. them Well I think Nicholas cl- said this cliche about them being slow But I find them um, I find them speedy little well, creatures. That was
2: all part of their betting set up with the hare Yeah yeah they were playing <laughs> the long game <laughs> That's that's the full story of the hare and the tortoise It was actually a dodgy Chinese betting, <laughs> betting room
1: So you can text us this morning um, about animals you hate And also we're doing best shaped coins as well We established what did we like? I liked 50 That was quite route 150 but we all liked pound coin. Yeah,
2: it's a very coin. I, I'm, I'm a fan of the pound coin, but specifically for a jukebox or a pub quiz. Okay. I'm indifferent the rest of the time. Okay. But not a pub quiz. A quiz machine, I should say. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh no, the act actually the act. If there's a if there's a good old-fashioned pint glass going round. And, oh, it's, yeah. and it's a quid in to join the quiz. That's a f- that's a lovely thing. When you yeah. win a pub quiz. And you get a tankard full of pound coins yeah. and that you shower yourself you in because a- you're <laughs> When you win a <laughs> quiz.
1: also, what sort of world do you inhabit? Yeah. Um, where do you stand on the dimpled
2: I've never won a pint, pint glass. glass? Oh, I love, oh, I love a dimpled pint glass. So do mm-hmm.
1: I. Oh, I love that. Okay, I'm glad we all established what pint glasses we like. <laughs> um, Steve Hall, I need to talk to you.
2: What? what Absolutely. Call? Wagwan. Well,
1: Steve Hall is home alone.
2: I am indeed. Uh, my my delightful wife and delightful four-month-old baby uh, have gone oh. back to the uh, the wife's native land of Australia for a full month. Brilliant. I, I
3: mean, do not mean alone. they've
1: been transported? <laughs> but we'll be back
0: in a second. This is Frank Skinner. Absolutely.
1: Steve Hall. So you're home alone? I am
2: home alone. And it's, it's a weird thing to go from ha- being a new dad and having the domestic setup up to suddenly... Cans of aw- Stella littered yeah, all exactly, around the exactly. Being sitting. on my own God. again, living like a student once more. Isn't men behaving badly. It, it's men behaving tragically. <laughs>
1: <laughs> are there socks drying on the radiator? There are socks drying
2: Pardoned. on the... <laughs> uh, yes, indeed. <laughs> Just uh, get on with it. And don't I've been you. doing lots of... Uh, a bit, it's quite nice. I've been sort of making the most of the time. I've been doing lots of slightly weird single-man things to do. Mm. So I went, I dined alone at Claridge's. What? Uh, uh, on, on Wednesday. What, so are you
1: Sherlock Holmes? I got regard,
2: and they were looking at me like I, like it was my last meal before <laughs> I went on some
1: weird killing spree. We need to go back. What on earth possessed you? Did you ring up and book a table? That? Who, even I don't do that, Alan. <laughs>
2: No, the sad thing is I'd booked what? it months ago. I what? booked it about the moment the wife told me she was going to go back and use the maternity leave to visit the family in, uh, in Australia. I, I was straight on... <laughs> because uh, uh simon rogan who uh runs long clume in cubria uh, and uh, it's his first proper you know, a what are you talking about <laughs> i don't understand it's a wonderful it's, a it's wonderful show. it's a wonderful place to eat oh. and particularly if you're a, if you're a man who might have only just woken up half an hour before his booking was there so
3: <laughs> can,
1: can i ask you a question though um, I can't believe this. <laughs> I mean, is this the equivalent? Is this like a man would ring would arrange to go to Spearmint Rhino, perhaps, if he was in a more unsavoury character? Yes, it's
2: it's my version of that. I've done many. You know, I've done. I've so I've, Honestly I've been to you Claridges. There's pizza boxes all over so the house. Now you're, you're dining alone in Claridges. I've been to Claridges. I've put myself on Tinder. I'm, I'm <laughs> having a lovely time. I so went to see Interstellar. This is my favourite thing I've done. On my go. I went to see Interstellar at the uh, uh, when it, on the night it was released, mm-hmm. uh, and at, at the Odeon Leicester Square. Can't have anything say, more depressing. Yeah, they, on the it was, it was first he said, he said, "You are the first paying audience uh, to see this film anywhere in the country, uh, and this is the first film that we're showing at this cinema in 70 millimetres since." <laughs> and you think he's going to say something like Lawrence of Arabia? Goes since Armageddon in <laughs> 1998. <Yeah.
1: laughs> um, meanwhile, over at Claridges on the east side, mm-hmm. what? Uh, so you booked a table for one? Did I you actually say the words "table for one, uh, please"? Uh, name go- of hall. Thank
2: God for online booking; otherwise. <laughs> I might have looked a fool and a weirdo.
1: And did you have the full gastronomic experience I didn't go Farrah? I didn't
2: go tasting menu. I'll save okay. that for, for, for the, when the wife's back in the country. But it's, mm-hmm. uh, I did a la carte. They were clearly thinking I was going to do a runner as well. <laughs> I went well, to the toilet. Did you, and did you have it,
1: the jacket on? Because if you were wearing that...
2: Uh, no, I didn't have the jacket on. Okay. But you had just
3: woken up and you'd gone to Claridges for a meal for one. Yeah. yeah. See, that... I. I I understand why the staff looked at you quite, uh, quite closely, because that looks like credit card fraud, doesn't oh, it? Uh, ab-
2: <laughs> absolutely, yeah. <I> was, <laughs> and it was at the end of when I went to when I visited the bathroom, looked at myself in the mirror and thought, oh, dear God.
1: <laughs> I quite like it? you for doing that. I mean, it's extraordinary behaviour, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but I like the Victorian in you.
2: Uh, I realise, I also, I hadn't told my wife that I was doing it. And I know, so she'll be listening to the. To oh, this. here we go. She'll listen to the podcast of this in Australia, <laughs> and it's going to be horrified.
1: Hadn't told my wife I was doing it. Table for one, my eye.
0: The Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from eight. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Absolute Radio. This
1: is Emily Dean. I'm standing in for Frank Skinner. Yada yada yada. Daisy, the producer, she just did what I'm going to call a very frenemy thing. Are you familiar with the concept of the frenemy? Yeah. Steve Hall. I am yeah. indeed.
2: My frenemy's frenemy is my frenemy.
3: Yeah, that's what they say. Um, Thank
1: you very much. That doesn't help illustrate the concept.
2: (laughs) Is
3: it another portmanteau?
1: It's the friend slash enemy. We've had a right portmanteau day, haven't we? I'll tell you what she just said to me, which is a very frenemy thing to say. I just took a selfie. Yes, another one. Of course. And it's what I do during the breaks. And Daisy said this. Daisy looked at the photo and then said, "Nice filter." (laughs) (laughs) Actually, she said, "Nice filter."
2: Oh, you yeah.
3: tell her. Nice filter She
1: could
2: be complimenting Drop you on t- your nose <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> What well, am I, some sort of a horse? Yeah, anyway, so May. she said nice um, Stop that <laughs> She said nice filter, so thanks for that Daisy mm-hmm. um, You'll be getting something back later from me <laughs> I think it's time in the show, you Jump know where we powers. haven't taken a wander over to recently
2: Let's do it <laughs> Oh, memories, d- Al? <laughs> R- Russian again. <laughs> yes, brilliant. We're
1: I mixed Can't stop moving. Uh, I can't stop your mouth chewing. I decided to, um... Stop that, Steve. <laughs> I decided to mix it up by going over to Matthew Mays' uh, composition. Normally we go for Toby Ridings. Yes, they're both getting name-checked, they won't believe it. Wow. But I went for Matthew Mays this week. Just cos, why not?
3: Amazing.
1: So... Uh, we will heard. you stop coming out with puns? It's really <laughs> distressing me. I never did. You know I hate jokes and puns. <laughs> Who's up? Who Enjoy to career the career in comedy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we had That's an email. That's why I don't
1: like puns.
2: <laughs> we had an email from Simon in Bolton.
1: Mm.
2: He uh, says, "Dear Frank and the crew." Uh, he thought he'd keep it generic as the cockerel wasn't in last week So if he's not in again, keep bases covered okay. Well, well unfortunately that. the only name he has mentioned Is the only person who's not here <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, uh, Simon says uh, I recently bought a breakfast bacon and sausage balm From the cafe uh, in, At the Bolton Bolton bus station mm-hmm. um, Let's not get into a big thing about what people call A round thing of bread, in Bolton it's a balm. Uh, I was overjoyed to learn uh, that the price was only one pound ninety four when most would round up to a neat two pounds. Mm. However, mm. elation was soon turned to despair when, from a five pound note, I was only given three pounds and five pence change. Oh. Surely any establishment that plays fast and loose with its pricing would have a stack of coppers. <laughs> I'd have said something, no-one no wants this. to be the guy who complains over a penny. Steve,
1: you're what, not going to get an acting part what's out of What's
2: the yet? lowest amount of money it's acceptable to complain about being shortchanged over?
1: This is embarrassing. <laughs> Um, that's from Simon and Bolton, Yeah, isn't it? Yeah, Lovely he, reading there, Steve. Thank he adds, you.
3: He adds relatively new reader, but he didn't mean Steve. He meant, <laughs> he, meant, <laughs> he meant himself as a listener to the show.
1: I don't understand. You know I've got mass blindness and I get panicky. So what does that mean?
3: It means that he was shortchanged one P. to the tune of one English pence.
1: Oh, don't complain over one pence. No. Especially not if you're on a date, I would suggest.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yes, that was why I was single for so long.
2: <laughs> <laughs> well, this is in Australia. They do rounding. Yes. So, that, so they get rid of the, of the the pennies and the coppers, because it just goes up to the nearest five. Like, when you say nice rounding,
1: what, in, a, in any sort of establishment...?
2: Yeah, yeah. So, particularly supermarkets, but, but most establishments, yeah, if it's if it's three it'll go to three ninety five.
1: So, if you were a POM and you were to stand there and say, I want my change, they'd look at you aghast.
2: We would, you'd be carrying on the POM's reputation for whinging. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, okay. POMs is a thing. I like
3: the idea of the penny pots, though. There's that little penny pot. What are know. they? Some places, some countries have, like, a little penny. So, if you buy something that's one ninety nine. And you don't want your penny, you just put it in the pot for the next person that needs it if they need change to get to, you know, if they're buying something at one let let's say. I mean, I don't know what is priced at one ninety three, <laughs> but...
2: It's <laughs> so a really, let's really sort of careful version of paying it forward. You don't yes. just pay the, buy the... Per-
3: Someone said yes. pay it forward to me recently, I loved it. What a nice thing yeah. that is. It's beautiful, Ooh.
1: isn't
0: it? Beautiful. In a
1: minute, we'll be discussing other things people have said to us recently.
0: <laughs> <laughs> absolute, absolute. Absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
1: We're in email corner this morning.
0: We
3: are indeed, and I'm going to read an email that uh, touches on a subject from last week's show, which I was in absentia, and uh, and I'll be honest. Where I'm were still, you? You've been hiding
0: out, boy. Where you
1: been?
3: I was at home. <laughs> and it was half term, and it's I. Sorry, just... right, I don't know what happened to me. There. <laughs> I try and be around for one weekend of each half-term. I don't know why, because, you know, the kids are really annoying by <laughs> the, by the end of half-term. And can I be
1: honest, they won't remember.
3: No, exactly. I don't know why I'm ever there, really, looking at, looking at it like... Anyway, let's read the email, <laughs> shall we? Because it, it makes
1: you look quite hot, having kids. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> here we have an email. Hi, Frank, Emily and Alan, brackets, or the unjustly maligned jacket-sporter... Steve Oh Steve That makes me think it was quite vitriolic, the attack Um, The Divine Miss M read out a tweet Not
1: entirely undeserved Oh okay,
3: is it not a nice jacket? There we are It's It's starting again (laughs) Um,
1: It never went away
3: uh, The Divine Miss M read out a tweet of mine where I joined in with the wholly unjustified barracking of (gasps) Steve about his jacket It was just a bit of fun the intense excitement of hearing Miss Dean read out my tweets with perfect intonation and pace was soon killed off... Can you
1: just off. say that bit again? <laughs> yeah,
3: why are you trying to drop a hint to Steve about how he should read? <laughs> 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 the intense excitement of hearing Miss Dean read out my tweet with perfect intonation and Intonation and, and pace, and love it. Was soon killed off by Frank, resurrecting 30-year-old jokes about Kim Wilde <laughs> being my sister.
1: I'm joking, Frank.
3: He redeemed himself by coming out with the, the entirely new joke of me being a Kim tribute act. I was once again excited about getting a mention. This was quickly dashed again when Emily said she could never be my friend because she would laugh too much at my name.
1: Oh, I thought it was because I'd been intimate with him.
3: It was a roller coaster <laughs> ride of emotion. <laughs> maybe you have we don't know <laughs> love What's the show uh, tim wilde yes really
1: um no i would remember that you say yeah well tim <laughs> it's a roller coaster of an email there's it so is, much going on it? in there
2: thank Plenty. you thank you for sh- your support tim <laughs>
3: yes uh,
1: what, over the jacket he yeah. could, do you know what i think tim What's wilde, tim wilde of it? could i'm talking um i think <laughs> tim wilde <laughs> could be a lovely little friend for you
2: Yes. I well, think you I, could d- let's I'm, hang out. I'm
1: just saying. Tim,
2: if you're listening.
3: Yeah, this he'll be way, at Claridge's <laughs> on Wednesday. <laughs>
1: this way he wouldn't have to book a table for one. True. Um, and I could I could be friends with you.
2: But then they might go, who are you waiting for? And, I, and I'd say Tim Wilde. And they'd <laughs> say, <laughs> yeah, they would snigger and say, you mean the really bad cover version of Kids in America?
1: <laughs> <gasps> oh, Steve. Well, um, OK, well, let's see if we could maybe... Um, Daisy, have we got Tim Wilde's number? Uh, if we could hook you up with Tim after the show...
2: Mm-hmm. Me, me and Tim the Wild Boy.
1: Yeah, I'll <laughs> I'll pay for the dinner.
2: What? <laughs> well, all right, I'll go. This has turned into a really <laughs> weird episode of Take Me Out.
0: <laughs> absolute, absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
1: Charlie, don't ruffle those papers when we're on air. Put them down, thank you. Wow. Uh, (laughs) I'm just (laughs) testing it out. I like being in the Big Daddy chair. Yeah,
3: drunk on power at this time of day.
1: Um, Actually, it was vodka. But oh um, yeah! <laughs> there you go.
3: It's a, with a, it's a cocktail of power and vodka. Yeah, there's
1: all sorts going on.
3: Um, it's a very Russian-sounding cocktail, if you don't mind me <laughs> <laughs>
1: Abramovich-sounding. Uh,
3: we need to uh, we need to talk because we're all in the uh, broadcasting industry, guys. so I don't need to tell you well, we're c- all except
1: for the civilians amongst us.
3: We're all wearing cans, yeah. Mm. I mean, not what normal people would call headphones. Yes. But I'm afraid I need to do some sense of public health warning. Oh, Have yeah. you heard about Katie Malua, who... Um,
1: Malua? Malua?
3: She had uh, She had scratching noises in her ear and went to an ear specialist. It's about 80s,
1: isn't
3: it? <laughs> yes, and the guy said, oh, there's a little spider in there, I'll just hoover it out. And he yes, hoovered out a little spider that had gone in from some old headphones that she'd used whilst on an aeroplane, I think, to you know, to drown out the sound of the plane, she said, but that sounds silly, surely she means to watch a film. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: she said she'd been hearing rustling noises for a week, and uh, that strikes me as a very unarachnid thing to do, to rustle. To rustle. Yeah. yeah, they're not very rustly creatures, are they? Would you say, Steve? Horrell? I would imagine, they're, not.
3: they're more tiptoeers, aren't they?
1: Yeah, yeah. Sneaky, like the penguins. I Sneaky. guess.
2: I guess one's inside your head, maybe it sounds different.
3: But, yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, it turned out that it was called a jumping spider. Um, well, given the fact that it's been in her ear for one week, I think we can rename it now because it's obviously found not done it. that much jumping unless <laughs> it was living in each ear for a little yeah, while. Yeah.
1: She didn't know until she went to the doctor because I don't. Do you think she's gone private? Do you think she's? I, I mean, I I can
3: imagine. I so think, she's doing. I think, think I if know. he well, hoovered it, it like? out, then she's gone private. Yeah, yeah you say I, hoover. And he, used a, he used a Dyson as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> NHS, I think they might have just. Put some hot wax in there, or <laughs> something. You know, for, uh, they just no, go, come,
1: I, on, come on, how you <laughs> <she> come, <out laughs> come?
3: They said they they, they, <laughs> they said they what, used a wrong. suction yes.
1: device. That's so a hairdryer, isn't it? And <laughs> then he oh. said, "That two years, that two thousand five hundred pound, please for that." because that's how private doctors talk uh, in my uh, experience is it um
2: yes it's quite weird for a singer because you would hope a singer would get and would produce an earworm rather than an ear oh, spider yeah <laughs> yeah poor poor katie i realize i don't know many of her songs i only know no this is the closest thing to crazy i have ever been feeling 22 acting 17
1: what's the difference but, well, exa- what exactly the that exactly <laughs> that's no the offense. most baffling <laughs> lyric Can you text in if you understand what that means? I mean, I know it's been a while for me, since I was anything like that age, but what is the difference? No offence to any 17-year-olds or 22-year-olds out there. That's the same age, as far as I'm concerned.
2: Unless unless by that she means she keeps bringing bringing a fake ID. And then remembering that actually she's allowed to drink in the pub.
1: (laughs) Why is she acting twenty two, feeling seventeen?
2: I think she's feeling twenty two, acting seventeen.
3: Oh that's she's a whole different ball
1: game. That's a whole different ball game.
2: Is that growing up too fast? Is she
3: like, Oh god, I've already got a mini cash ice, this is way before <laughs> my time.
1: But five years? Come on.
2: Yeah, I don't know. I don't
3: know. What get happens it. in
1: five years? Yeah.
0: Well, it maybe, not. Unless maybe she had one of
2: those nightmares Where she's sitting her A-levels again <laughs> <laughs> An anxiety dream. <laughs> <laughs> oh, passed. it's fine <laughs> and, and I'm a worldwide pop
3: star
1: It's okay, it's turned out alright Can you right. hear the B-side, which is Invigilator Blues <laughs> <laughs> I love that song
0: You're listening to Frank Skinner's Podcast From Absolute Radio
3: Um,
1: Something tickled your fancy, Cockrell.
3: We've we've received a text message that I think will uh, really help this 22 versus 17 debate. Oh, yes! Hi, Emily et al. That's and all, isn't it?
1: It could be and al. I think Steve's (laughs) just been left out on his table at Claridge's. Hi,
3: Emily and all. I'm 22, it continues. My name is Will. Hi, Will. Hi, Will. The main difference between being 17, brackets, which was recently and twenty two <laughs> is that I have now probably finished the roller coaster that is puberty <laughs> and I'm in more debt than I was when I was seventeen. I think the song is a thinly veiled tackling of youth debt.
2: <laughs>
1: Excellent oh, thank work, you Will. Much, Will. Yes, I like you.
2: You're very welcome. <laughs>
1: yes, you are. Well we've cleared that up then, yeah, do that's you think?
2: Great. I mean I imagine cause Ms Malua was um she, she one of the richest under thirty or something like that. She probably was, yeah. Well, not anymore. Oh, did she get entangled in the... Uh,
3: oh, well, no, I just
1: knocked. think possibly 35's knocking and she's getting louder. Oh, right. I think yeah. 30's happened, hasn't it, for her? Oh, is she that young?
2: I think she's, like, may- maybe 30. I think she was very young when Mike Batt discovered her. OK. Did Mike, bat this Mike her? Batt discovered her. Mike Batt right. discovered her. Yes,
1: and she sung the I other... I think she's
2: 30 years old. I've just looked
1: at Oh, the is she? That's...
2: What,
3: that's the oh, article. how so irritating.
1: <laughs> um, uh, she sung Nine Million Bicycles in Beijing, was it called?
3: yes. That's that's, that's another strange one. Is this what we're doing? Are we forensically picking apart song lyrics?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to my crib. (laughs) But what I found strange about that was that she says, and I do remember the lyrics quite clearly, it says, that's a fact. Well, no, it's not. Because it's constantly moving and changing that, isn't
2: it? The bicycle stats. Yeah,
1: Yeah, she's using it as an analogy to their relationship, saying it's as constant. So good luck with that relationship. It's
2: a much better lyric of it, when there are nine million bicycles in Beijing again. that's a guesstimate. (laughs) 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 That's an ever-changing set (laughs) of figures.
1: (laughs) I so would have bought that. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So this whole spider business, Al, I mean, it's kind of strange.
3: Well, I thought it was odd. Um, um, I like the Daily Mail's... uh, Caption that said, baffled doctors removed it. Baffled, <laughs> baffled. Surely the, sure. I mean, I'm I'm a civilian when it comes to ear surgery. But if someone said, oh, there's a rustling, I think it'd probably be like in my top ten guesses. There might yeah. be a tiny yeah. spider in your yeah. ear. <laughs>
1: It's not something you want to read when you see a doctor's name. I don't like baffled onlooker. I don't (laughs) like baffled doctors. Unless they
2: were baffled not by the the medical situation. They were going, what do her lyrics mean? (laughs) And they said uh, in the article, spiders like... They
3: talked to a spider expert about it, and it said spiders like nice, warm and slightly moist places, which made me think... uh, it's surprising that we don't find them more in uh, recently baked cakes, it? <laughs> Which could change bake-off next season. Just, mmm, it's lovely, it's moist, it's a bit warm. Oh, my God, it's full <laughs> of spiders! Do you know what I
1: want to know, though? How did the spider go without food for a week? They fill up. Do they? they?
3: Apparently they don't need to eat as much as we think they do. I thought
1: he was on the 5 too.
2: <laughs>
3: I'd also, I
1: think he needs to get the Victoria Cross from fashion, that spider, for not eating for really. <laughs> Can I say that I do advise eating? Occasionally.
0: Frank. Frank Skinner. On Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio.
1: This is Emily Dean. I'm standing in for Frank Skinner this morning because um, he's taken the weekend off to watch Doctor Who. <laughs> uh, that's not true. He's on tour. You can text the show on eight twelve fifteen, or you can follow the show on Twitter at Frank on the Radio. And I'm joined by Alan Cochrane, and I'm joined by Steve Hall in the house. You've had some nice texts this morning.
3: We've had a variety. In fact, we've just had one morning. Oh, yeah. I love the 50 pence piece. It has a lovely feel in your hand. <laughs> and. Uh... <laughs> And uh, it continues. Jam on toast, guy. You shouldn't have questioned Emil- Emily's capability to <gasps> host the show. Yeah. She is a great wingman
2: to Frank's top man. There we go.
3: Yeah. We'll take that. Oh, one. I like being the wingman.
2: To, uh, irrational uh, hatred of animals. Uh, Robin from North Devon. Yes, yeah, so that's
1: yeah. the o- other rather unusual text we're doing <laughs> this morning. What are we doing? Irrational hatred of animals. Best shaped coin. Mm-hmm. And was there something else? Oh, what's the difference between seventeen and twenty-two? <laughs> <laughs> okay, sorry. As you were, Steve. Uh,
2: Robin says he doesn't like stick insects. They pretended to be something they're not. <laughs> yes i would agree
1: um, with that
2: uh, i would 100 percent agree with that and we had an email from bobby uh, who just in capital letters wrote i don't like giraffes <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point
1: i bet bobby could tell us how, how much it would cost to build a wall as well mm-hmm. he seems it to try. like it i don't like giraffes good eyelashes but the proportions are all over the, the shop uh, giraffes yes.
2: are you listening Wind yep. your neck in very good <laughs> very good there you go <laughs> yes have that for free
1: so the cockerel is back with us. I'm back this I'm week. Back. He's doing his little I've show. Been,
3: I've been um, off. Yeah. In fact, I'm going to stay at uh, Steve's place when I'm here. You're for not. The off. Of, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, needs, and it sounds like he needs someone to go there and tidy up a bit. <laughs> yeah, doesn't yeah. It? He's got to keep me out of Claridge's. <laughs> take him out for lunch, you know. I'll say something more normal, like, um, you know, we could get the set menu in Café Rouge, you know.
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just act normal. Yeah. You get to I, go to Ginger and White with me.
1: I don't know. That sounds, sounds absolutely disgusting. Is that your swingers it's club? It's a cafe. <laughs> oh, it
2: sounds good
3: to
1: I me. I don't like the idea. You see, I think you need to rein him in. I think uh, yeah. his yeah. wife's gone away, and I think he's splashing the cash a bit. When, That's uh, why he's having these lunches
3: at carriages when, Don't, I, sorry. when I live alone uh, I lived almost the entirety Of August alone And mm. uh,
1: I was genuinely
3: surprised At how much I still had to pick things up I thought, <laughs> I thought picking things up Was partly because I live with children And there's mm. just stuff and it's just life And yet it turns out it's me i'm the problem yes i'm the guy that's putting things on the floor or things just end up i suppose it's gravity we're all working against gravity
1: do you find out washing do you find that you see i live alone as you know and standards can slip yes and i'll tell you what i find i have a guilty secret here which is i sometimes if i put a jumper on Mm -hmm. and it's inside out i won't bother to turn it the right way around
3: also i think why should
1: i when you're uh,
3: when you're living alone, you can mm. really go crazy with layers that don't match. just yes. I've got a jumper on, but I'm a bit chilly. Oh, there's a Parker jacket nearby; <laughs> that'll do. And you just wear anything you can. You there was a thing my brother went through a period of putting on every article of clothing that he would get for Christmas. So by the end of getting all his presents, he sort of looked like a Michelin Man figure. And if I'm in my if I'm in a place on my own and I feel cold, I can end up a bit like that after a day.
1: I think you're right, it does result in eccentric clothing choices, which um, explains the jacket last week that Steve (laughs) was wearing. This
0: is Frank Skinner, Absolute
3: Radio. So um, I've had uh, last week off the show, and I don't know if you've noticed since I've returned that I'm definitely, definitely, unquestionably a more macho guy. Yeah? Have you spotted that?
1: you're very you're much more her suit yeah <laughs> I'm definitely getting like a hair hair. pheromone
3: in the air yeah well here's the thing
1: you, you've got um, a henry VIII eighth vibe going on a week on.
3: ago yesterday mm. newsflash i passed yes. my full motorcycle license ladies and gentlemen Oh, well, that's full. macho well that's the thing you i on a passed moped? it no i've got a full like i'm, a, I'm allowed to ride any motorbike now but well, like I, I can i can Lovely. ride anything when my wife said to me does it make you feel more manly with a tone in her voice that frankly sounded hopeful, mm. like "Will you ever see manly in my life ever?" <laughs> it just and, and I've sort of had a recurring theme of manliness in this week. Just last week, um, I got a new nickname in the family. I was waiting for my son to come out of school. And you know, the, the schools now do that thing where they all sort of queue up, and then the the, the teaching assistant has to know that. Your dad is there, right? And so they sort of come that out. That seems like,
1: sensible. Yeah, China's. they
3: come out like hostages being released. I've <laughs> oh, actually okay. suggested that they should put their hands behind Lovely. their head, but nobody's <laughs> nobody's <laughs> taken it up. But that's basically what I think it's like. But there was this teaching assistant who I recognise, but I don't know. And my son was behind that's a bit the worrying, door, isn't it? No, it's fine. It's okay. fine. <laughs> my son was behind the door, and I could see him. And he said, "Oh, my dad's there." And he said, "Which one?" My son pointed at me, and he went. That guy with the beard. <laughs> and I saw my son look at me and laugh at my, in my face. To be fair, Al, I
1: did the same when Frank suggested you for the show originally. And he,
3: and he came out and went, "That guy with the beard." That guy with the beard. And since then, he's been calling me—not his dad, his—he's been calling me "that guy with the beard" around the house, which I think is quite a macho nickname, isn't it? Yeah, I that call guy it, with it, the beard. A very, yeah. good, a very good I, Edinburgh show title TG... for next year. I've been calling him the boy without a beard.
1: <laughs> Can we call you TGW? WTB?
3: Yeah, we can really abbreviate it. I did it. that quickly, didn't I? <laughs> that I'm was very, was very myself, good. Yeah.
2: Really good. So you can drive a motorbike? I can ride a That's motorbike. Impressive. That's impressive. Um, uh, and, 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 yeah. You can do so a, You can do, like, a northern version of chips.
3: I could do, if... Uh, well, I mean, I'm, av- I'm available yeah. for acting work, if any's about. Trying again Clark got cancelled. Motorcycle canceled.
2: cop in chips and gravy. <laughs> 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 chips and is good. Um,
1: you, str- you see, the thing is, Al, you're quite... A manly type. I'm not though. I think let me let me finish. This is oh, okay. this is my call. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> um, I would say no. I think you are quite manly. I think there's something about you. There's a, there's a lot of testosterone. It might be the height. I feel it's the
3: height or the hair, isn't
1: it? I tell you what I feel. Had I had uh, had you needed to give me the Heimlich maneuver, I don't think you'd have hesitated in grabbing me. No. I think <laughs> you would have been, and I mean that in a totally platonic sense.
3: Oh, I see. All right, I didn't.
1: Steve, <laughs> let's come <Yeah>. to you. Ha! <laughs> Um, I feel <laughs> you are quite in touch with your feminine side, I, that's no bad I thing. I am,
2: I am indeed, yes.
1: <laughs> I would say, um, i say you're gentlemanly rather than manly, would yes, you say yeah, that's Yes, I, I would
2: go with it, well, a- Alan is rugged, uh, Alan, yeah. Alan has that, you would trust Alan to clean gutters. For <laughs> Alan has a whippet Alan has. I just a- say you really shouldn't yeah. trust me to clean gutters. <laughs> Alan um, has a barely controlled rage. I've
3: got no, I've got no DIY skills whatsoever. I got envious last night because my friend built a fire. He's got a real <laughs> fire.
1: Why is he a caveman?
3: No, like a, a fire in his house, like uh. in a in a hearth. Yes. It? And he built it. You know, like no, that up is, the That is very manly. He made yes, a proper that is a fire. Real man. I love that. Whereas my wife and I once hired a yurt, and the man who owned the farm. Had built as a fire, and we still had to phone him and go. We can't like this. Can you come and do it? <laughs>
1: you see, and he had
3: to reassemble it. Going, oh, I don't know. What, I don't know how you've managed this.
1: I like the building of a fire, though. that's, yeah, that's very manly. Real man my stuff. My favourite manly things. Okay, just FYI. Mm-hmm. Um, taking the bins out. Love it.
3: Yeah, I do that. Yep. Oh, lovely. Uh, tick, tick. We'll get. Watch <laughs> I'll this. will get um, a text from my wife saying you don't. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, number two. Um, carving the meat. Love it. <laughs> Love it with a John Lewis electric carver. Oh, my days. Mm -hmm. Um, Number three, taking the Christmas tree out. Do you know, I actually delayed... This is honestly true. I delayed breaking up with someone once. I take the Christmas tree (laughs) out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry.
0: The Frank Skinner Show. Listen live every Saturday morning from 8 on Absolute Radio.
1: Oh, I know what I wanted to talk to you boys about this morning. What about... uh, They're apparently making a movie... Well, there's a rumour they're making a movie about the, based on the coalition negotiations.
3: Sounds gripping.
1: Smol- <laughs> smoking hot. <laughs>
3: um,
1: so Miriam Clegg was interviewed, mm-hmm. Nick's wife, and uh, she's very fit, isn't she, actually?
3: Gonzalez. She- yeah. Miriam Gonzalez, she goes by, yeah, yeah. she? Yeah, yeah.
1: I sounded a bit like Alan Titchmarsh sort of when I said that. I said she's very yeah. fit, actually, she, isn't yeah. she? Yeah. She
2: keeps the she keeps the original surname to avoid being yes. tainted.
1: She came out with an extraordinary suggestion, though. Yes. They were talking about who would play, which is a conversation we often have, and we'll get to that, so park that thought, who would play you in the movie mm-hmm. of your life. In Nick Clegg's case, well, some names have already been muted, So there was Dan Stevens, Benedict Cumberbatch. Right. Nick's coming out of that pretty well, yeah. I would say.
0: Yeah.
1: yeah. Ricky Gervais. mm mm-hmm still okay Uh, then she suggested the part of Nick Clegg should go to George Clooney
3: yes is George Clooney on (laughs) offer she said
1: those were her her exact words were I would prefer a handsome one
3: I mean that's that's remarkable to be honest I think this comes from the exact same source as my wife saying does it make you feel more manly? <laughs> <laughs> I think but it's one of those, like, I think
2: I'd love to upgrade my miss. husband's conversations.
3: I want to know who's playing Vince yeah. Cable,
1: Ryan like Gosling. When you,
2: when you start with your wish list, <laughs> yes. and then you can get, so, so that the reality of who would play it would be Dean Gaffney, <laughs> <laughs> and then yeah, there, could exactly. be, there could be adverts <laughs> where,
1: it's Dean Gaffney! <laughs> 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 I'm thinking Ken Clark, Matt Damon. <laughs> nice, yeah. Why not? Why not? But I, li- I like the fact it's actually very touching and moving that she sees him through such rose-tinted glasses. Still, after all these well, he's years, all right. she yeah, thinks isn't he? he's all right, but he's not George yeah. Clooney. He's
2: not George Clooney, all well, right. I think when she was giving the interview, she said that, and I'm sure she held up a bit of paper that just said, "Please help me." <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, but whilst we're on the subject, of who would play you in the movies, I just um, I was being rather unkind to myself, but I suggested briefly during a link that I thought Julian Lloyd Webber would be a good choice to play me in a movie. Other choices. Tish, tish. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I also think Jackie Stallone. Maybe <laughs> oh, in a few years. Oh. Um, how about you, Steve? Uh, to play me
2: or to
1: play mm-hmm. you? To
2: no, play, to play you. you?
1: No, no, no. Well, well. Let's we talk well, about to, me. To
2: play you, I think. <laughs> Go on then. The, uh, there's a, an old uh, actor. Oh no, no no no, 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 no. I was not going to say June Whitfield. I promise. <laughs>
1: an old. Actress. It? It's weird that Emily's put a hand youth. on
2: the uh, yes. on the button for music. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> feel- Claudette Colbert, uh, the 1934 star of. Uh,
1: 1934? <laughs> but she when in her prime. Have you had your mind? Have you me before are you out of your actual mind have you ever seen that it, frizz, it happened
2: one night that phrase in her prime should have come way sooner <laughs> in that sentence she's a very beautiful actress i promise she's also I'm, can 178? someone hand me a shovel i'm gonna keep digging
1: that old woman you actually started in her prime like
2: that. as in if if they made the film okay. about you in 1934
1: okay you, uh-huh.
2: you look like Claudette colbert that's a good thing
1: okay thank you very much i should Steve.
2: never speak again
1: but... <laughs> Daisy, I want him out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Alan, who would play me in a movie?
2: Um... (laughs) In her prime, <laughs> <laughs>
3: you really need to say that right at the beginning. Yes, you do. In her prime.
2: Um...
1: Well, let's get on to Steve. I think, I think <laughs> actually, actually, no, 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 you Steve, would, you you've would said play your piece. yourself.
2: You'd play yourself in a movie. Steve. You wouldn't trust anyone else to do it. <laughs>
1: Steve, you've said your piece. It's my turn now. <laughs> uh, Steve, you would be played. No, I'm going to be kind to you. I think mm-hmm. um, you could be. David Baddiel and you could share a role. Oh, uh, yeah,
2: why not, yeah. Would you be
1: happy with that? Yeah, yeah I d- I'd see. take that. I don't yeah, think yeah, David yeah. would, but there you go.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Alan Cochran? Yes. Uh, possibly, are you familiar with Chris Marshall?
3: Yes, <laughs> yes. We <laughs> um, used to be on the VT
2: internet, yeah. i, brought, so I
3: used Maybe, to take calls for being Maybe, and you know. I don't
1: want you to take this the wrong way.
2: Viggo Mortensen.
0: <laughs> I'll take that.
1: I was thinking more René Zellweger pre-eye surgery. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Frank Skinner. Absolute
1: Radio. What's going on,
3: Alan? Um, Charlie who works on the show is next door with some strange goggles on for a laugh. She's just mucking around. It's almost like Frank's away and the whole
2: <laughs> <laughs> the, the whole crew are mucking around. The lunatics have taken over the
3: assignment.
1: Okay, I, I don't like these David Wren antics. It's <laughs> gone a bit I don't like admin based jokes.
2: Um, we were
1: looking <laughs> Can we go on the uh, show, please?
3: We were looking for people to play us in films oh, and yeah. Uh, 753, who uh, is a.k.a. Trev in Crowborough, has said, I think Laurel and Hardy brackets in their prime would be perfect double act to play Emily and Alan in a movie.
1: (laughs) Okay, um,
3: I'm taking Stan Laurel on that one, I'm afraid. Sorry. thank
1: you. No, I can do an Oliver. I can do an Oliver Hardy. I'd be very happy with that. He was the funny one, in my opinion, and that's all that matters. Mm -hmm. Um, I need to talk to you. I've been having problems with my onesies. I have two onesies.
2: I... Both right, right, I thought that was some sort of uh, toilet thing
1: <laughs> No and I've I improved.
2: thought it was uh, <laughs> modern Franks I've got a problem with my <laughs>
3: onesies <laughs> yeah, You can get cream for that
1: They're both rabbit themed One is pink mm-hmm. and one is white With yes. a rabbit hood detail okay? nice. On the sort of trunk area mm-hmm. They're absolutely adorable
3: They sound cute
1: uh, I'm hard to resist in them <laughs> Both have <laughs> hoods with ears Sometimes I leave them dangling um, other times I place it over my head
2: nice. depends how nice. I'm feeling were you wearing this when you received the Heimlich manoeuvre <laughs> no
1: <laughs> but I was wearing it I felt I had one of those days you'll understand this Steve being home alone at the moment I just felt lazy you get very lazy when you're on your own sometimes Lovely. and I was very tired I was very lethargic I just thought you know what I'm going to go to bed in my onesie I actually can't be bothered to take it off <laughs> so I didn't want to do the pyjamas malarkey so I fell asleep in it in the onesie yeah it was the worst decision of my life. Oh, really? I woke up, I'd say pretty much on an hourly basis, <laughs> I was being woken up. Firstly, there's a, a bunny tail on the back. Yeah, I
3: find it hard to sleep with really that. Which was
1: really digging into me. <laughs> it was awful. Um, my my ankles when I woke up were red raw from the elastic because I think oh, it's quite cheap right. fabric. They've
3: got a bunched ankle, have they? There's a bunched ankle. Oh no!
1: And worst of all, the carrot zip mm. motif <laughs> <laughs> was constricting my neck and oh, threatening no. to strangle me.
3: Oh, I don't like this. Oh dear! Of this. Um, it sounds like the
2: rabbit's turning on you. Yeah, slightly. yeah, yeah. You've been possessed by an evil onesie.
1: I don't recommend it. I don't know if anyone else has fallen asleep in a onesie, but they're not... Do either of you possess a onesie?
2: I don't possess no, a onesie. No, no. Not at all.
0: <laughs> I'm really glad I went down that <laughs> avenue. <laughs> absolute, absolute, Absolute Radio. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio.
3: Uh, we've had a text from Smoke in Wimbledon. Wimbledon? From who? Smoke. <laughs> Smoke. S-M-O-K-E. Oh, I'm Smoke. sorry. I'm assuming Smoke. it's a nickname. Yeah. Wimbledon, though, quite convenient to get to the Soho Theatre next week, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Tickets still available. Are you
1: actually begging people to stay on their sofas <laughs> now? Alan
2: this Cochran, 10pm, very funny man. It's on the Northern <laughs> Line, isn't it? I mean, it's very convenient. Anyway, um... Good jokes, very manly, he's passed his motorcycle
1: test. <laughs> I
3: have, yeah. Also, the
1: good thing is you can pick up one of Steve's jackets on the Northern Line. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> um I woke up so hot in my onesie that I was hallucinating and I had to strip to nothing in my lounge, <laughs> asking my husband where all the people came from.
2: <laughs> Excellent.
1: I love that onesie anecdote. Uh, yeah.
2: I wanted to ask one thing before we go. Yes. Last week, Emily, you were about to go and do something quite unusual.
1: Oh, was uh, I going to take the tube? <laughs> <laughs>
2: You were going to undergo a a, a a medical procedure? Is that the correct way to describe yeah, it? do a
1: like I've had my face lifted. <laughs> oh, you look really I, well. Oh, I went to have an IV drip. What? Yes, yeah, so this is what they do now. You get a vitamin drip. Apparently, um, Simon Cowell, I'm just whispering. You are whispering Simon as if Cowell this isn't being broadcast. To yeah. The oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Simon Cowell, he does it. And Cara Delevingne does it, I believe. Lily Allen, uh-huh. all those sort of people. Okay. The idea being that you restore all the vitamins that have been lost through, let's say, the party lifestyle. Yes. And you hook yourself up to an IV drip, but you can still behave like an absolute monster. It's brilliant. Nice. Sounds
3: brilliant. I yeah. don't
1: indulge in the party lifestyle quite so much anymore these days, mm-hmm. um, just because I'm uh, significantly older. But uh, You're I not did. Not older
3: than psycho, yeah.
1: <laughs> Apparently I'm older than Claudette Colbert, <laughs> according to Steve Hall this morning, who was uh, in a film in 1934, was yeah, it? Indeed. Thank Os- you for that, Oscar Steve. winner.
2: Oscar winner.
1: <laughs> so I had the drip. The woman who administered the drip, um, she was a strange character. I asked her what was in it, because I wanted to know what she was putting in my body. She said I had very good veins. Yeah. Which is handy to yeah. know. So the good party lifestyle
2: didn't ruin that. That's no. Good. <laughs> Excellent.
1: <laughs> she... It wasn't that kind of party. <laughs> she said, I had very good veins. Uh, I said, great. And then I said, what's in it? You've asked me that four times. <laughs> <laughs> so have you met me before? Bit of control freak. <laughs> <Yeah>. Because <laughs> this isn't really going to work. I don't think I'll still... i uh, not going to get along very well. So anyway, I had the drip. I felt... Ver- she said, you'll feel so energised. You won't sleep tonight. And... I went out, spent £1,000 on a wardrobe I didn't need, and then slept for four
0: hours. (laughs) So the moral of this story
1: is, if you want to spend a lot of money and sleep a lot, have an IV drip. Um, Boys, it's been so nice (laughs) having you... That's the moral of
2: today's
3: show. (laughs) ...this morning.
0: Thank you, Steve. Thank Thank you, you, Alan.
1: Frank will be back next week, which I'm sure will come as a blessed relief to some of you. The
0: Frank Skinner Show on Absolute Radio. Back Saturday morning from 8. Tune in live for the full Frank experience. Salute riding